Hello everyone, and welcome back to Adult Orphan. This is a podcast hosted by Brittany Devon. And a little bit of backstory for those of you who are just joining us. I lost my father at the age of 15 after a 12-year battle with early-onset Alzheimer's. And I lost my mom at the age of 27, almost two years ago now, to a heart attack. And this was a traumatic loss, completely unexpected. So as I create this space, I am asking everyone to show up as they are and creating a safe container for all of us to join and be in whatever it is that we are in, to create a space to come home to ourselves, to grieve whoever, whatever it is that we are feeling, and to hopefully find a little joy in the process. So I want to start off this week's episode, which I am titling The Journey Home, with a quote. There's a story of a woman running away from tigers. She runs and runs, and the tigers are getting closer and closer. When she comes to the edge of a cliff, she sees that there are some vines down there. So she climbs down and holds on to the vines. Looking down, she sees that there are tigers below her as well. She then notices that a mouse is gnawing away at the vine to which she is clinging. She also sees a beautiful little bunch of strawberries close to her, growing out of a clump of grass. She looks up, she looks down, she looks at the mouse. Then she just takes a strawberry, puts it in her mouth, and enjoys it thoroughly. Tigers above, tigers below. This is actually the predicament that we are always in, in terms of our birth and our death. Each moment just is what it is. It might be the only moment of our life. It might be the only strawberry that we'll ever eat. We could get depressed thinking about it, or we could finally appreciate it and delight in the preciousness of every single moment of our life. Pema Chodron, The Wisdom of No Escape, How to Love Yourself and Your World. And this quote had me really thinking, had me thinking about this in-between state, how we're always looking at our past, or we're always looking forward, trying to get here, trying to get there. And what moment do we truly just stop? What moment is it that we stop running? I met with a book coach because a lifelong dream of mine has been to write a book. Since the age of 12, I had been journaling my whole life already, and I always wanted to write a book. And I wrote a manuscript at the age of 16, right after I lost my dad, that no one ever read, but it was my way to process, as writing has always been. So, I have been meeting with a book coach, and was talking about my idea. And she said, what is this journey coming home to ourselves? What does that even mean? Everyone always says that, and I don't understand what it means. And I had to stop. And I knew in that moment that I I didn't have to convince anyone of what it was that I believed. But all I knew is that my home had been taken from me. My parents have been taken from me. Every comfort 
that I ever had longed for has been taken from me. And sure, that may sound, woe is me, but it's just a truth. And when she said that, I had to stop and say, coming home to myself was the moment that I realized that there was nowhere more that I had to run to. And I have to remember this in every single moment. I have to remember it with every breath over and over as it's a choice to keep coming home to myself, to believing that I don't have to prescribe to the ways of the world and knowing that I, I don't, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't have to be anywhere other than where I am right now. And that is home. I always wondered why turtles were my favorite animal, and they carry their homes on their back. And I watch my baby tortoise grow over the last couple of years, and I watch her explore her world. And if she gets scared, she goes within. And then when she's ready, by the divine intuition that lives within all of us, she knows when to stick her head out. Sometimes she likes to stay in her shell for days. I know that feeling well. So something that I've been reflecting on lately is, what is home to me? What does it mean that when all of our roots have been ripped out and taken from us, how do we create that for ourselves? How do I create that for myself? I've felt called to spend more time back in my hometown. And I felt that if I didn't go back, I would always be running from a part of my grief. So the journey home is quite literal as I've been face to face with all, all of my patterning, all of my beliefs, knowing that I literally can't go back to what it was because it's not possible. The people that I love that were there are not there. The people that I love that are still there are different and their lives have continued on without me, without me being there. So I've been looking at the term of enjoying myself, this concept, a concept outside of surviving as I am. And as I've been healing all of my self-worth I see that I feel worth in giving myself something to do. And what I mean by something to do is the concept of healing. I feel a purpose in healing. And if I'm always processing, then I'm always doing something of value. But the moments that I just stop and enjoy, I felt like an arm or a leg were missing. I felt like something was missing. And if I truly went a little deeper and saw that if I allowed myself to heal even a little bit from this pain, whether I allowed a scab to form over these wounds, it began a process of truly letting it go. And this is a further facing of the loss. For I know that I'll never let go of the grief. I'll never let go of the pain in that way or what's happened to me 
but it's mainly facing this. It's mainly facing a way to hold on. It's my own way of holding on, and it's another survival pattern, another way to survive. So it's been easier to focus on my pain and hold it so close and so dear to me and have it compound, and I'm compounding in my suffering and have the illusion of healing, even though I know I am, and I don't say any of this to undermine the healing and the way that I have been. But when I talk about the perspective of just enjoying my life, of true presence and not needing anything, not needing to analyze, allowing myself to listen, I feel like I'm losing a part of myself because I've so closely identified with what has happened to me. And as I go deeper into my own story itself, as I go deeper into going home, whether it's to myself or back to where I've come from, I feel all of this. I see how I don't want to face my pain, my reality, and I see the total doubt that I carry within my body. And I don't really have any answers to any of this. I say all of this in a candid experience of me. As a human who is hurting, as so many humans of are hurting in the world right now. And Mother Earth is hurting. And it's just reflecting the suffering in the way that we have all believed that we are not one. I don't remember who it is, but someone said that our oneness started to dissolve as soon as shoes were invented. Because of the importance of grounding. Because of the importance of coming home. Coming into the Earth. And people fight the very real issues that are happening and people say the earth is hurting she is but we're all hurting we're all suffering and it's hard for people to sit with the pain of others it's easier to toss blame it's easier to look at the facts or the details that are being shown to us and be angry And anger does set a good boundary. It's a beautiful boundary to allow more love in. So this is my invitation to myself and to you. No matter where you are at your process of coming home to yourself, that you can just let in a little more love. You can breathe into that pain and breathe it out and create a little more space to let in. A little bit more love. Please join me in your journey of coming home to yourself.